Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 12 of Stage 4 Outdoors Podcast. Hey, tonight we're going to spend some time talking about backcountry hunters and anglers. I'm joined by Bryce Schmidt, Bryce Schmidt, sorry Bryce, no uh, joined by Bryce Schmidt in the studio. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about backcountry hunters and anglers, or BHA as it is commonly called, but I'm guessing a lot of you don't really have any idea what BHA is. Bryce, are you going to help us clear that up tonight? I sure am. Tell us what it is. So cool. So Bryce, welcome and thanks for coming on. I appreciate having you. Thank you for having me. Yep. Glad to have you. So, you know, listen, I didn't know anything about BHA. Started listening to podcasts. I mean, if, if you're an outdoorsman, it's all about the meat eater. And I mean, Ronella and those yep. guys, they do a hell of a job. And that's, that's where I learned about BHA. So I started looking into it. So I joined a few years back. So how long have you been a member? Uh, I've been a member for four years, I believe. Okay, yep. cool. So, and you're very active in the local Wisconsin chapter. Correct. Okay, so tell us what you do for the local chapter. So, I'm a board member. Uh, I got started about two years ago with them. Prior to that, I was volunteering with them as well. Okay. Um, and my main focus, um, I'm on the finance committee as well as I head up work days in the conservation side of our membership in Wisconsin. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so what exactly, just kind of clue the listeners in, what does BHA do and how long has it been around? Kind of a two-part question for you. Shoot. I mean, uh, the starting got probably about 10-ish years ago nationally. Yeah, it's not, it wasn't yeah. that long ago. Yeah, it's pretty young uh, group, but um, very fast-growing. Um Basically, we're a nonprofit that keeps public hands or excuse me, public land in public hands. So we fight for access, make sure stuff stays public, um, whether it's, you know, a wildlife area just down the road or big swaths of land out west, um, boat launches, um, Mm -hmm. making sure that we have ice fishing access to certain lakes that have had a problem with easements. Yep. That sort of thing. So it's all about public access. Yes. Yep. And, and that's what I learned too. So, um, so you, you talked about the big, the big swaths of land out West. One of the things I've heard is that BHA is just all about the BLM lands, which for those of you that don't know, that's Bureau of Land Management, but that's not the case, is it? No. I mean, we have tons of tracks here in the state of Wisconsin. You have, uh, what we call landlocked public lands that uh, basically are surrounded all by private land so that you can't access them. Yeah. So we fight to keep that um, available to everybody. Um, One of our main issues too, is that we are uh, making sure that people aren't getting, (laughs) I should put it a different way. So the railroads, you can't cross a railroad unless it's a like a marked area to cross it. Right. As a guy who grew up in, in Trample County in Western Wisconsin, where we cross railroad tracks, I can't say on the daily, but when we were kids fishing, (laughs) we cross railroad tracks all the time. And when we really cross them a lot was ice fishing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, listen, if those of you listen to my podcast, I I say this all the time, I call it rabbit hole podcast. So (laughs) let's go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, let's do it. Tell me about this railroad access stuff, because this is a big deal. So it's illegal to cross unless it's like an actual roadway or a section that is allowed to, you're allowed to cross on. So yep. if you cross it anywhere else, it's illegal and you can get ticketed. And that so, just, that they just started that, right? 
Uh, in the in recent times, yeah, yeah. it's not very old. Last few but, years, yeah, exactly. Yep. But I mean, at that, it, it's another way to basically lock up some public lands yeah. and hunting and fishing areas. I mean, even if you go west of Madison here, right along Highway 14, going across Plains and Black Earth, there is a beautiful trout stream and a railroad right there. And if you are crossing that jumping spots on the stream, you can get ticketed for it. Yeah. So that is one of our issues that we continue to fight. Where are we at with that? Um, it's kind of stagnant right now. What We're trying to work on it. But yeah, there's not very much public opinion about it, unfortunately. So where we're at in our organization, we're just trying to get that education out to yeah. get people aware of the issue. And I think there's not a lot of public opinion about it because a lot of people just don't know about it. Correct. And a exactly. lot of people don't cross, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we used to cross. It was all around Tremplo, around the, the National Wildlife Refuge, north of the Lock and Dam uh, that, that was in Tremplo. And, I mean, I wish I had a dollar for every time I crossed <laughs> right. a railroad track, e either ice fishing in the winter or or, or fishing in the summer. And it, it when I heard about it, I'm like, well, that sucks. I mean, one of the places we used to go was called was called Johnson Island in Tremble. I mean, we used to catch a shitload of fish out there. Right. And we had to cross tracks to get it. You park in a refuge, you walk down through the refuge, cross tracks, you go out there. You right. Know? Yep. Yeah, that's that's too bad. I mean, the other day I was shed hunting and I may or may not have crossed train tracks. I heard twice, you didn't. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I heard you didn't. So. <laughs> so, the one other thing is some of the islands on the rivers in Wisconsin mm -hmm. are BLM lands, correct? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, and then now listen, those stay, those stay pretty public. I mean, I, I don't think that access, that, that access is an issue. So, so, so BHA indeed does have an impact here locally in Wisconsin. Absolutely. I mean, we even uh, are, have our hand in parts of, you know, this, wildlife area up north they want to put improved roads through it and where we fight to basically keep the wildlife a wildlife area mm -hmm. you know so not we don't want to modernize these wild places that we have right there's enough modernization everywhere else right yeah so no so no gravel roads yeah you have no paved roads keep the motorized vehicles out of there yep yep and does that is that met with resistance a little bit, depending who you're talking to, which group. Uh -huh. um, I know that that particular area, I'm a little bit foggy on the details because it was a little bit ago, I think last year. And uh, bear hunters are very adamant about getting improved roads through these wildlife areas so that they can drive their trucks in and search for bears with the dogs. So, yeah, because I was going to say baiters aren't going to want that. No, yeah. no, it's the, yeah, the bear hunters. The dog guys dogs, want it. But I mean, okay. there's plenty of other areas to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the area that I killed my bear in a couple of years back, there was, you know, dog guys were up and down that road all the time. Oh, yeah. So, yep. you know, so so go there. Um, so what exactly, because I, 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 I guess I'll just ask you. So I was uh, my, my question reads, what exactly does our local chapter do here in Wisconsin? Mm -hmm. We already covered that, but we also do something that we, we've adopted a wildlife area here in Wisconsin, yep. correct? So, yep. so, so, so tell us about that. Uh, so basically it's a partnership with the DNR. Okay. Um, we tell them that we're going to do X number of hours of work on it mm -hmm. every single year. Um, so right now, in fact, on Saturday, we're going to have another work day. And, and you asked me if I was coming, unfortunately, 
I have a prior engagement and I'm heading up north. Um, I'm covering, I, I got a buddy that has got a maple syrup operation. Oh, cool. And I've never seen it. And, and, I, and, and he's, he's one of my dear friends. And, and I tell him, I want to come see your maple syrup right. operation. And he called me. He was like, you better get up here because it's going to go fast this year. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm heading up tomorrow night to, to go look at this maple syrup operation. Well, so unfortunately, awesome. I can't be there. But no yes, worries. I'm looking forward to covering that. There, so. be another, there always will be another work day. Yep. So I'll, and I'll certainly be there. So, yep. And so when you do what work days, what do you guys do? So we generally do um, basically trail maintenance, parking lot maintenance, so picking up the trash. I have a trash can program going on there so that we can keep more of the garbage from everybody using it off the landscape. Uh, We attack invasive species there. Last year we went in and cut uh, 40 uh, trees so it wouldn't spread any more oak wilt there too. Okay. What spread what? Oak wilt. It's a disease that gets into like uh, the roots of the trees and it'll travel underground to other trees and basically it'll, it can decimate the forest there. And it affects oaks only? Yeah. I didn't know about that. I yeah. never heard about that. Yeah, I learned all about it when the DNR asked us to come in. I was like, all right, well, we want to do another work day. What do you got for us? And they're like, oh, well, our forester can't get to these trees that have oak wilt. Can, they're all spray painted, marked up. You just go in there and we girdled all the trees and sprayed it down and they'll die off and won't spread the fungus anymore. No kidding. Yep. Oak wilt. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Got folks, everyone look at this stage four outdoors, <laughs> spreading education. Good to know, man. I never knew that. So, but yeah, unfortunately I can't be there. So, no um, so, and, and you may not know the answer to this Bryce, but any idea how many chapters there are? There is shoot. It's, Probably we're up to 39, I believe, and that includes a couple of the provinces in uh, Canada. Yep, that's that's what I thought. So, so it's, I mean, it's for all intents and purposes, this is a national organization. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Cool. So, I want to move into something else, but before I do that, any other background stuff, any background info you want to cover on on BHA, or is that a pretty good? Oh, that's a pretty good snapshot. Yeah, that's pretty good. The, the main important part about us is that we aren't species specific like a lot of other conservation groups. Um, okay. And that being said, too, with us being so young and growing so quickly, we have a lot different demographic than most other conservation groups. So Interesting. we're basically split uh, red, white, and independent. And I mean, like we have Republicans, we have liberals we have everybody on our side and we have a, a young fast growing membership it's incredible how fast it's growing because one once i joined i'm one of those guys who i like to research stuff mm-hmm. and you know so i you know i mean it's really weird we have this thing called google right <laughs> and you can learn a whole shitload of stuff from google yep and and i and you know when i you know when i first heard about bha i started googling it and I, i'm like I need to join this. Right. You know, I, I think there's a whole lot of good that comes from this. Even if all they get from me is my membership. Right. If that's all you get is my membership, mm-hmm. at least I'm doing something. Correct. You know, and sooner or later, I'm going to help you guys in here. Goose Lake, right? We didn't, right. we didn't, we didn't say about, we, we didn't name the name over Correct. where yeah. we adopted. So we're, we're at Goose Lake, which, you know, that's, that's not far from my house. So um, I, I, I got to get out, I got to get out there and, and help you guys. So. Um, so that's a pretty good background. So I, I want to shift gears 
mm-hmm. into something that I stumbled across. All right. And this, this, this I mean, this baffled me. <laughs> and, 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 and I literally, I think I posted on the BHA Facebook page as okay. to what in the hell this was. And it is called a green decoy. Yes. Can you tell us exactly what the term green decoy means? So I think at this point, green decoy is an organization or group of people that uh, preach hunting and fishing, but they are backed by liberal money that wants to push an agenda of uh, basically an infringement on the Second Amendment and basically get rid of hunting. So at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, it baffles me too. Yeah, I'm, you can't <laughs> and see And we've this. been accused of this. Yes, you can't times. see this, folks, but I'm sitting here shaking my head and Bryce said, yes, it baffles me too. And and yeah, BHA. I mean, Steve Rinella has been accused of being a green decoy. Yeah. I mean, the dude lives hunting and eats, fishing. eats nothing but meat. And, and he shoots a lot of things with guns. So, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And he shoots things with guns on his TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there literally are groups out there that disguise themselves as hunting and fishing organizations. Yes. Only my, my guess is if, if they do that, then they have a presence on social media. Correct. And then people join that page or or, or like it or yep. Instagram or whatever the case is, and then they bring them in. Right. And then and then they start, you know, maybe on the on the backside. You know, trying to tell these people Correct. you shouldn't hunt, you shouldn't fish. This they is they bad. work as an influencer, yes. essentially. Yeah, yep. That's just crazy to me, right? <laughs> that's just crazy to me. You know, I don't know that 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 just that just baffles me. I believe um, uh, Aaron Schneider has had a couple podcasts on it. If you guys want to take a listen to it, um, what's his podcast name? Do you remember? Uh, he does the Kafaro one. I forget off the top of okay. my head. I'll, tell, I'll tell look it up. Yeah. But I mean, he even accused us of being a green decoy as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, it, it's silly. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was funny when I listened to Ranella's podcast last year, I'm getting ahead of myself at the national rendezvous. Oh, yeah, I was there. Oh, you were? Yep. Yep, and he, and he stood up and he said, I'm going to tell you guys what you are. Yep, exactly. And, and, then, he, and then he told all these things about you guys, BHA, about us being yep. accused as... as uh, it was as, pretty funny. It got a big laugh. It was, it was funnier than hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was, fun. it, was, it, was, it was funnier than hell. So, any more you want to talk about the green decoy thing? No, I'd rather forget about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. Let's let's move on to you know some some more some more important stuff. So, um, so many hunters living in Wisconsin, and, and including the guys that I hang out with, they're not aware of the constant fight that is going on for for our public lands. And 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 what I mean by that is there's this, I believe. There's kind of this constant pressure from the federal government mm-hmm. to push federal public lands back to the state for the state to manage. Is that correct? Correct. And and so talk me through that and why that's a bad thing. So basically, they want to get rid of them because they don't want to quote unquote like police the areas. They don't want to spend funding. 
uh, from the federal government to take care of these lands. Um, but we've seen time and time again, every time that state picks up one of these federal pieces of land, it often gets sold off. Yeah. We, especially in Wisconsin, we have a really bad track record yes, of letting that do. happen. So obviously our group is adamantly against that. Yeah. And we want to, you know, make sure that both our federal government and state government, and we keep a very close eye on what they're doing, uh, keeps these places public for everybody and not selling them off. Yeah. And I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it's all about, it's all about economics, right? Correct. The, the, the federal government has more money than the state government to deal with us. Correct. I mean, that's, that's really what it amounts to. Yep. You know, and, and our state government, I mean, it's just, it's just stretched so thin right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone who's, who's paid attention to what has happened to the DNR, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, not the folks that are just on social media that are blaming the DNR for the 19 the day gun deer season. Oh my gosh. Which the DNR <laughs> has nothing to do with. You want to talk about a rabbit hole. Yeah, right. Right. This. I mean, not, not those folks, but the folks that people, the folks that truly understand. Right. And I've got a very good friend who's, who's a senior fisheries biologist at the DNR and, and Jordan Weeks. And, and he has clued me in as to just what the department has been stripped of and, and just how little money that the, the department has. So we need yeah. the feds totally to manage these lands. Well, I mean, it goes back to like, we were talking about that Oak will mm-hmm. the forester, there's like one or two foresters in all of Dane County. Crazy. He didn't have time to go in and remove trees that would potentially take down a portion of the forest. Yeah. So that's where we come in. Mm-hmm. We can put our boots on the ground, get our hands dirty and help out these Government agencies that are vastly underfunded, unfortunately. Unfortunately, and, yeah, 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 and 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 again, rabbit hole. But and then, God forbid, someone says the term or says says the thing, you know, raise the price of a fishing license or a hunting license. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and everyone throws their arms up. I mean, listen, what what is a what is a fishing license in Wisconsin right now? Twenty four bucks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I buy a conservation patrons license. I generally do too. Yeah. And if it was twice the money, I. I'd buy it. Well, the way, no questions I, asked. the way I look at it is where can you send money to the government that it's better used? Not a, not, not exactly. a single place exactly. in my mind. I mean, <laughs> the conservation patrons license, I get admission to the state parks. Yep. I get all my hunting, all yep. my fishing, all my tags. I mean, all my uh, uh, um, applications. Yep, exactly. All that stuff for $160. Yeah. One click. You're done. That's so it. you don't have to remember yeah. deadlines to make sure you put your turkey application in for this. Yeah. It's all done at once. Yeah. 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 And even if you don't buy a conservation patron's license, it's, what is it, 25 bucks to hunt deer? Gun deer? Yeah, something like that. 28 maybe? Yeah. I know it's 24 yeah. to fish. Yep. And, and when you think of what we have in this state for hunting and fishing, it's crazy. Oh, it's incredible. I, 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 wish, I wish we could... You know, and those of you that listen to this podcast, I'll, I'll say it. I'm sorry. I wish we could raise our hunting and fishing licenses to generate a little more revenue. Yeah, I don't have a problem with for that. the state. You know, um, so so we so we talked about this this pressure for you know these these national lands you know get getting pushed to the state. So. I'm hoping that won't ever happen. Don't mm-hmm. know if it will. Right. But, you know, I think for now we're okay there. 
But one of the things that's, that's a big issue right now that a lot of people don't have any idea about is the Land Water Conservation Fund. Yeah, it's a big topic. It's a really big topic. And I learned about this, again, doing the research that I like to do about things. I learned about this uh, probably a year, year and a half ago. So I want to spend some time talking about this, Bryce. So what is going on with the with the LWCF right now? I think this is something that right. is really kind of off the radar to many outdoorsmen. And I think something needs to be talked about. Totally. Um, so... It's basically a fund to the tune of $900 million a year. Yep. And to my knowledge, there's not one county in the United States that hasn't used this fund for anything from setting up public parks to swimming pools to whatever. But it's it's essentially a really important piece. So that $900 million is nationwide. Correct. Yep. Yep. And it's supposed to be refunded every single year. Um, unfortunately, uh, our government has a really good track record of siphoning off a bunch of the money for different things. Yeah. Um, and what they're pushing through right now is they want to permanently fund the LWCF right now. So, yeah. I mean, if you guys want to contact your representatives, find us on any social media. Um, we all have it posted right now, every single state. I've contacted. Yep. And it's easy. Just click our link. It sends an email out. If you want to give them a call, great. That goes a long way too. It's very important. We get this. And when you say click our link, it's www.backcountryhunter. Is it back? Backcountryhuntersandanglers.org. Yes. Yep. Or or you can find us on any social media, Facebook or Instagram. We have the links right in our And those links are super easy to click on people. I'm telling you, click on them because I've done it. And I mean, BHA does a phenomenal job of making this stupid easy to do. Oh yeah, it takes less than two minutes. Yes, you click on the link, it and, and, and literally it knows the county you're in. Yep. So it sends it to your local politicians. Yep. So click on it. You don't have to do anything. It's it's stupid simple, you know. Um. So what is our what is you, you know I mean. Listen, I know right now Trump is, you know, pretty much uh, concerned with the coronavirus, which right. he should be. But what, you know, where's he at with with you know our public lands and the in the land water conservation fund? So he's got a tricky record with this sort of thing. But right now he is backing this bill that's supposed to be passed. Yeah. Um, but that being said, <laughs> he will sometimes flip-flop on things and yep. you know at the end of the day he does like selling off pieces of public land if he or even deregulating EPA restrictions on areas too I, that I think that's the, I think that's the big thing that concerns me with him right is is a deregulation of of some of the things that he's done I mean that that's some scary shit I mean, the stuff he's deregulated is pushing us back like twenty years. Oh, right. regulations right now. Yeah, it's it's abhorrent. Yeah, the some of the stream access stuff that he's done. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's it's crazy. But he did come out and say yep. that that he wants the uh, the uh, LWCF. He wants it done, and exactly, he said he's going to put the bill on on Congress's desk and wants it done. So yep. whether that's a uh, ploy for election or not, I'm, right. I'm not sure, but 
if, if it happens, then, then that's good. Yep. If it happens, it's good. I mean, uh, being a nonprofit, we can't back any, uh, person right. or a party. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we're purely issues. So, I mean, honestly, I think most people should be looking at all the issues rather than, well, I always vote red or I always vote blue. Right. But make your choices by what they are doing with their actions. And right now, uh, he's doing a great thing. Yeah, and 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 I and I, and I would agree with that. I, I you know I, I would agree with that one hundred percent. So cool. So Bryce, tell me, we talked a little bit about you know DNR lands and things like that, and and you talked about the forester. Mm-hmm. You know that that you guys work with to to get rid of the oak wilt. So does BHA do a lot of work with the local DNR? Uh, we try to. A lot of it is one at the adoption land that we have. Um, but we also, I mean, we all have friends in the DNR, so it's a constant, uh, what's going on with this issue? Where are you guys coming from it? I mean, uh, coming up here, I'm going to the conservation Congress, which I suggest everybody does. Everybody do it. If you can't get there, you can do it online. Exactly. Yep. And, uh, a lot lot of of big deer hunting regulations coming up this year. And they need our feedback at the end of the day. Yep. If, if you are sitting there armchair quarterbacking on Facebook and you're bitching about all this stuff, then the first great. thing I'm going to ask you is if you were voting mm-hmm. at the Conservation Congress. So, Rabbit hole. Yep. We changed – I'm a huge muskie fisherman, not mm-hmm. like I used to be. Right. We changed muskie regulations back in the day Yep. because of what we did at spring hearings. Yep. We eliminated single hook sucker rigs. Yep. We increased size limits on these fish because we gathered as a group of muskie fishermen and we coordinated our efforts and the DNR listened and they changed the laws and fishing, muskie fishing in Wisconsin has gotten, there's a hell of a lot bigger fish in Wisconsin right. than there ever used to be. And, and I like to think it's because of some of the work that we did, you know, back in the early 2000s. Right. You know, so you, you, you can, you can make a change. Totally. But you got to go. Right. You got to go. You got to participate. Got to participate. Yep. So, so, I mean, other, other than the, the spring hearings, um, is there any other thing that the BHA does with the DNR? Uh, we, they do give us a grant every year for, uh, we have a program called Learn to Hunt. Okay. And then, so they give us a grant to rent out uh, an area to shoot bows for our classroom time, all that stuff. Okay. To buy the actual bows and arrows so that we can bring in brand new hunters that have never done it at all. Give them a six-week tutorial, essentially. And then we take them out and go hunting with them. So DNR helps us with that as well, just to bring new hunters into the fold. If you guys need help with that, let me know. Yeah, I think we, I know we can't do our turkey one this year, but um, yeah, we can contact uh, one of the other board members that's in charge of it. Okay, yeah, cool. Always looking for mentors. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be a good mentor or not, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd be great. I've just done a lot, I've just done a lot of hunting and, and right. fishing in my life. So, Well, judging by your bucks down here, I think you'd be a great mentor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. So does BHA ever weigh in on things like, hunting season lengths, bag limits, size limits, things like that. I mean, other than the spring hearings, because obviously we, you know, we right. just talked about spring hearings, but 
is it mostly public land access or is VHA fighting for other things as well? We do dabble in those things. Um, mostly we don't voice a strong opinion unless it's like way out of left field or something, something really like that. detrimental. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, and I know people like to shit on the DNR and what they do, right? These people could go into the private sector and make double the salary. What they're doing. they're doing it because they love it and that they're using science. I know a lot of people don't agree with them, but they're using science to make the best possible educated decisions for our wildlife in the state. Yep. My, my podcast entitled DNR, Do Nothing Right. Yeah. Jordan Weeks said exactly what you just said. Yeah. He said, I could move into the public se- sector and make a lot more money, but I do this because I love to do it. Absolutely. And I know Jordan. I, he's been a friend of mine for, good God, 25 years probably. Mm-hmm. And he does. Yeah. He does. He does it because he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Every person I've worked with with the DNR is underpaid, understaffed, has way too much work on their plate. These people are making the decisions that is going to benefit everybody else. And and then the Conservation Congress does something or the government does something yep. without DNR support or approval. Yep. And, and the, the DNR gets yelled at. Exactly. Unfortunately, they're the scapegoat for everybody for having everything. a bad season. Yep. Yep. The, I mean, the, the whole Dr. Deer debacle. Right. Yeah, oh, that was a DNR. DNR had nothing to do with the doc, whole doctor here. Well, I mean, why are they even considering going to a 19-day gun hunt right now? It's yeah. because people didn't put their time in. The weather was shitty this year. Yeah. And it was all late. of a sudden, it's the DNR's fault that there's no deer. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not their fault. Not, it was timing. It we was have timing. more deer in the state than ever before. It's crazy. Drive drive up and down a highway. <laughs> exactly. I travel the whole state for work and hunting and fishing. Drive up and down a highway. Right. But if guys sit in their tree stand on opening day yep. and they don't see the 35 or 40 deer that they saw four or five, six, eight, ten years ago, exactly. blame the DNR. Yep. The DNR screwed this up. Yep. Yeah, it's it's too bad. It 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 really is. It really is. Big general question for you, Bryce. Yeah. How can Wisconsin sportsmen help support BHA? Uh, I mean, literally become a member. Uh, that's where it all begins. Okay. Sign up. You're going to get a quarterly magazine, which is absolutely gorgeous about <laughs> everything that's going on in the whole nation. I, I got a buddy, very good friend of mine, who edits a magazine. I think I can call him out here. Steve Hyden, he edits Muskie Hunter Magazine. Mm. And, and Steve and I are very close friends. He's been on my podcast a couple times. And I showed him. Yeah. When I got my first magazine, and he said, this is a really nice magazine. They put a lot of work into it. It's a really, really nice magazine. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. My, my wife, Carolyn, she just looks at it. She just flips through it. Totally. The pictures are gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Okay, so you get a magazine. Yep. Okay. Uh, you get that four times a year. Um, but once you're a member, you are on our email list. Yep. So we're going to email you about basically issues that are going on in your specific area and links that you can click on and links that you can click on to, to voice e- your opinion to, to your e- representatives, email your representatives, yep, exactly. which I've got many of those. Yep. yep. And we will tell you if we're having a pint night just to get together. Uh, we do little things such as last year we, right before elk hunting season, we had a little shindig and everybody that was new to it could come and all the experienced veterans of elk hunting 
would bring all their gear in and we talk tactics and everything. So it's not just a bunch of uh, political issues at hand. We have get togethers where you just get to hang out with a group of like-minded individuals and just talk about your season or what you're looking forward to and get tips and everything. So, right. And then also work days. Yep. Come and get your hands dirty. Yeah, which I wish I could do this weekend, but unfortunately. So you you kind you kind of let into in in the you know my my next question. So you talked about the pint night. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I I've unfortunately I've missed I've missed a few of them, but uh, you know I'm gonna have to get to the next one. But it's not only the pint night, but BHA has something called the rendezvous. Yes, we have a national one, correct, and we have a state one, correct. So we touched base earlier in the podcast. You said you were at the national one last yep. year. So tell us all about the rendezvous and how much fun it is and, you know, tell us about it. Uh, the national one? Both of them. Both of them. I'm sure you've been to the state right. one, too. Yep. <laughs> yep. So tell us. The national Talk one. Talk rendezvous here for a couple seconds. <laughs> right. The national one was uh, really cool. Uh, Where was it last year? Boise. Boise. Yeah. So um, we had thousands of hunters and anglers in one little area in the city. Uh, we had the governor and... I forget who else came out and they declared public land day or something for that, that uh, weekend we were there. And it's just a ton of people from all over that. Again, like-minded individuals. Exactly. And it was really awesome being a board member to be able to converse with all the board members from across the nation and see what works, what doesn't work. uh, Just basically so that we can all share our ideas and make this a better membership for everybody and get more stuff done in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the state one goes, that one's also a blast. Uh, it's coming like, up in June, right? June, yes. Um, Where is it this year? I saw it. It's going to be out by um, uh, Racine. That's the start yeah. of it. I yep. Think. Yep. 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 So, I mean, it's going to be a day filled with speakers that you're going to be interested in. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of activities. Um, you can shoot bow. I'm going to probably have to get to that. Yeah, you're going to have to. Yep. It's a good time. Yep. Again, just a bunch of like-minded individuals. Come hang out, learn some stuff, mm-hmm. and have a couple beers and some food. We'll probably be doing Sheboygan brats again, which is everybody loves. <laughs> so speaking of food, yeah, National Rendezvous. Yeah. One of the things I've heard about the National Rendezvous which that's kind of a bucket list thing for me. The cook-off? Yes. Tell us about the cook-off. Oh, it's crazy. So did you, <laughs> did you get to partake and eat? Uh, I didn't eat any. Okay. Uh, I was just watching. I was following um, the judges around. Yeah. So, so did, did, did our chapter? Did, we didn't. No. We, did, we no. didn't partake? We only had like a skeleton crew going. It was just okay. me and two other guys. So, yeah, we didn't cook. I love to cook. Maybe I need to get in yeah, Maybe. This. We'll get you in there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we, should have, maybe we should do a cook-off here at Wisconsin. And First, then, and then the winners, guys, the winners, the winners can go the winners. I like it. Yeah, right. I like it. So, anyway, so Ryan Callahan was judging it? Yep. Eduardo Garcia was out there. Yep. A couple other judges, yeah. And, and what did you see being cooked? Oh, I mean, everything. I mean. All wild game. All wild game. There were. I think it was it Arizona had like rattlesnake something yeah. and yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Like just the smell walking around that because it was all outside too. I was gonna say all outdoor yep. style cooking. You're bunch not cooking of, in the kitchen. Yep, a bunch of breweries were there. So you got you had a beer in one hand and you're just walking around and like they were frying up some delicious looking food. That's yeah, cool. it was really neat. 
Yep, that that's cool. So, do me a favor. You mentioned pint nights. Yeah. Tell me about the pint nights. Pint nights. So I mean, yeah. so that it's not all just work. I mean, no. BHA has fun. We fun yeah, we like to have fun like everybody Heck else. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so I, tell me about the pint nights. Basically, the pint nights, in my opinion, are for you guys, the members. So we do all this work behind the scenes, but we also want to have a beer with you and talk with you and make sure that we're doing the right thing in your mind. Because at the end of the day, this is a ground up organization. Mm -hmm. We couldn't do this stuff without all the members. So Pine Nights are just basically get together, hang out, have a couple beers together, talk about issues, talk about whatever you want. And sometimes we do raffles. Sometimes we do uh, like gear swaps or whatever Mm -hmm. too. But yeah, it's just a great time to come hang out with people. And they kind of have all over the state, right? Yeah. Well, mostly the most, southern part most, of the state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of our membership is down here. We're trying to get better at that. And, but, yeah. yeah, that's in the works right now. And it's interesting because there's so much public land up in northern Wisconsin. Correct. You know, so, well, that's 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 something we could work on. Yeah. So, um, you know, listen, you know, uh, we've covered a lot. Um, I'm just looking, kind of going over my list. I don't. I don't know that I have any other questions, but the next pint night that's near Madison, I'm certainly going to have to come and join you. Oh yeah, you know, and then I likely will get over to the to the rendezvous and and tournament this year. I think that's where it was a tournament, but that's by that's by Racine, so yep. that makes sense. So, um, you know, listen, Bryce, thanks for coming on. Thank I mean, you. I, I hope the the people that listen kind of kind of understand what what BHA is all about and. You know, twenty five bucks a year is is not a whole lot. I mean, no, you know that's that's nothing. So it's a dinner. It's a dinner. That's a, that's right. all it is, and and it's twenty five bucks a year. And I, you know, I, I'm one of the guys. I'm kind of one of the guilty members. Hasn't done a whole lot of other work, but I'm I'm going to do do more. But at least I'm given given my you know you know my membership. So hey, before we go, do you, do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want my listeners to know? Uh, <clears throat> at the end of the day the least that you're going to get out of a membership is being informed. If you don't want to do anything else, we're going to send you rulings on policies. We're going to inform you and educate you of what the issues at hand are. And that is where it all begins. If you want to be a great outdoors person, conservation, you got to start there. Yep. That's really, I'm glad you brought that up because since I joined the things I've learned, the, you know, just but you know by the by the and and listen, Facebook can be kind of garbage. I mean, Facebook oh, yeah. can be t- completely garbage ridden. I mean, it's just Facebook cannot be fun at times. But our page, the the, the Wisconsin BHA page, mm-hmm. is really a good page. Oh yeah, and and it's and it's it's moderated. It's locked down. You, you, not anybody can post. You know, and and the and the information that is disseminated on that page is incredible. Well, I appreciate that because I do most of that. <laughs> yep, and, and it's really, really, really good. And, you know, so I learn a ton, you know, just, just based on that page and looking at stuff. And I'm like, well, what the hell is this? I didn't know that. Right. You know, so so that's a really good point. That's something I didn't bring up is, you know, you know, 25 bucks a year and, and you learn a whole lot about the outdoors. Yeah. That's a good thing. It's education. Very, very, uh, you know, a, a, a whole lot of, a whole lot of education. So, well, cool. So. Hey, everyone, two things. First off, 
Help all our public lands in Wisconsin and, and across the nation. Join backcountry hunters and anglers. 25 bucks a year. When I relate this to muskie baits, it's less than most muskie baits. Exactly. So uh, even if you never hunt public lands or never use public waterways, join those of us that use those lands and want to keep them public and, and help us by by spending 25 bucks and, 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 and joining backcountry hunter anglers and, and let's keep public lands public. So secondly, muskie season is fast approaching. I've had my boat on my new boat. Those of you that that uh, listened to the last podcast know I got a new boat. I had it on the water last weekend twice. So musky season's coming. If you need leaders, go to www.stealthtackle.net. Uh, John's been a great sponsor of the podcast, and you know check out his leaders. Uh, you know John does, John does a great job with with the leaders, and musky season's right around the corner. In fact, down south, you know there, there's already some big ones coming out of the out of Cave Run. So so get yourself some leaders, but. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening. Bryce, thanks for coming on. Thank you. So thanks for listening to Stage 4, Out, Stage Four Outdoors podcast, where the experience is more important, than the, more important than the end result.